Okay. Okay, so we're going to do the second part of Out of This World. And I believe they're talking about vaccinations, among other things. Who do you vote for? You vote for your children. Right. And you vote for your grandchildren. Right. They are the future of this country. And you put all past allegiances and affiliations to one side and you make the decision that if you want the state to take over the rights and responsibilities of your child, if you want the state and by virtue of the state, the pharmaceutical companies who write state policy on vaccinations to be the determinants of whether your child gets vaccinated or not, what goes into their bodies and your bodies, then you'll vote one way. And if you don't want that, if you want bodily autonomy if you want as a parent to decide what goes into your child's body and your body then you'll vote the other way but that is who you must vote for put all else to one side because this is the most important thing yeah 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 i couldn't agree with you more andy myself i i look at i'm i'm more or less an independent i work for the best person you know male or female it doesn't matter as long as they've got good policies and i think you're absolutely right if we don't protect our children what future do we have nothing you know can we be so selfish just to think about ourselves without caring about future generations did you know for example that that uh, uh bill gates doesn't vaccinate his children and one of the, one of the most uh, proponents strongest proponents of vaccines is governor washington governor Inslee out here on the west coast and um, his daughter works for um, works for the Gates Foundation, so they've got some close family ties. Gates also financed his uh, financed his re- uh, re-election recently, um, as well as did Pfizer. Big Pharma financed his first run for the governorship of Washington. It's like dictator for life. But um, but if you look at them, look at themselves. Gates doesn't vaccinate his children. You know why? nobody's been able to ask him why but um and there's probably he knows the problems with it so he doesn't want to you know hurt his own bloodline obviously um well this is a i've I've been told by astrologist um andy that the, the years from 2015 to 2030 are some of the most tumultuous times in human history of that time frame 2020 is the the most difficult year and of that 2020 time period the period from July to December is the hardest, and of those six months, November and December will be the uh, most difficult. So, I can't wait to see what happens next. This is October, and November is just a few a few weeks away. Um, I, I've been told that if uh, if the you know uh, Trump Trump wins, and I think he will next month, um, that um, the Democrats will throw a temper tantrum and cause more problems. I mean, they're burning cities up and down the West Coast here. Or in Oregon, just last week, they, they um, there there have been over 100, 150 arson fires in downtown Portland alone. In Portland, Oregon, it used to be one of the most livable cities in the United States. Now um, it looks like Afghanistan. The whole downtown area is burned out. Last last week, Antifa and Black Lives Matter um, came in and destroyed an Oregon museum that had been there for over 100, 150 years. Um, they're they're destroying our history. I mean, it's it's total madness. You don't even want to die, drive in downtown uh, Portland. In Seattle, which is um, which is uh, 
the area where I live, um, there's been Molotov cocktails thrown at uh, passing motorists in downtown Seattle. So now that area now is a complete uh, burned out area. It looks like Beirut. Um, and it's uh, it's madness. It's told, I've never seen such madness before. And I can't understand why politicians in this country think it's okay to, to destroy other people's properties, to burn down buildings, to... Um, murder other people, uh, rob rob other people, as if it's okay. I, I don't understand it, Andy, but anyway, um, that's just me. So, Well, no, it, it, it is inexplicable, and it's except at a level where there is a deliberate attempt to undermine the very integrity of the United States of America. Right. And it is, I think they've almost admitted as such, you know, that they're a Marxist organizations that have at their core, the uh, the intent on revolution. Right. And it's backfired. I think it's clearly backfired because it's not what any other American wants. Right. Not yeah. what Americans recognize. It's not what any reckon Americans of any race, color, creed, religion recognize. It's not why we're here and what it the, and the failure of the Democrats to criticize what has been going on the tacit endorsement of much as what has been going on has led many right-thinking Americans I don't mean right politically I mean correct thinking Americans for what they want for their children and their grandchildren what they perceive America to stand for right who have historically favored the democrats are saying enough right, right. i'm leaving this i do not even recognize the democrat party the democratic party this is not the democratic party of of john f kennedy this is not um what i believed in and therefore i will not be voting or i will be voting the other way and so i think it as an again and as, as an observer on american politics it's i think it has dramatically undermined the Democrats and will greatly increase the chances of Trump taking back the White House in November. Right. Um, two months ago, I was awoken at three o'clock in the morning by seven U.S. presidents: President um, Kennedy, Eisenhower, Jefferson, uh, Washington, uh, John Quincy Adams, um, Teddy Roosevelt, um, uh, a bunch of presidents, um, and. They all wanted me to start a program called Save the Republic because they were very concerned about where the direction of the country was going. So people have to wake up. If you want to see an example of what can happen if these thugs take over America, all you have to do is look at the area of Capitol Hill in, in, in central Seattle where the, the governor of Washington, governor, Democratic Governor Inslee, and Democratic Mayor uh, uh, Durkin allowed um, Antifa and Black Lives Matter to take over like an eight or nine block area where 4,000 people or 8,000 people live this past summer. Uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter were there for a couple of months and during that time, there's 8,000 people who live there. Over 4,000 police reports were filed for murder, rape, robbery, theft, felony destruction of property, you name it, across the board. And I got this information from reliable sources um, um, within the city government who were disgusted about what was happening. So if you have over 4,000 police, police reports for serious felonies in a population of 8,000, that means that at least one out of every two people, over 50% of the people there, experienced violent crime during this short two-month period. And then they wanted to fund the police in Seattle too. So it is total mayhem. And I've been told that um, 
that, that uh, Durkin, uh, the mayor of Seattle, and Governor Inslee of Washington only started to clean up the area after uh, federal after President Trump threatened federal troops to, to come in and take over the situation if they couldn't. So uh, I don't know what's going on now. The media is controlled out here. We don't get any news. All I know is that people who've driven downtown Seattle now says it looks like somewhere out of Beirut in the 60s or Afghanistan more recently. It's just totally, it's, it's like everything's boarded up. There's no businesses. Um, but I know that this is not where they want the country to go. Portland's the same way um, in, in Oregon. I've heard Sacramento is the same way too. All Democratic governors, all Democratic mayors, got Democratic governors. It's like they want to destroy everything that George Washington uh, Thomas Jefferson, John F. Kennedy, and all of our great spirits on the other side worked so hard to create this country as a shining uh, beacon of light for freedom in the world. Now we get this. I mean, most Americans I know are against that. So, yeah, something that fascinates me and has come to fascinate me more and more, and, and you talked about it, is is um, people who uh, look at the the astrological charts and are able to predict what and people and you know for years as a scientist i it's not that i just didn't believe it i just paid little attention to it i'm very open-minded i am very very open-minded because what medicine has taught me what science has taught me is that we know so little we understand so little about the universe about our own biology about everything and so keep an open mind but they predicted exactly as you said they said this will happen this is how it'll happen this is when it'll happen and it happened exactly as they said and i found that uncannily sort of uh, impressive it was extraordinary and and it will they said this is and they said it with absolute certainty there was no question no ambiguity in their mind and it played out exactly as they said and i've come to talk to them and seek their counsel in many many things consequently on every occasion they have been absolutely right and um as you say it's going to get worse before it gets better but there is a an element a large element of necessity about this it's almost that it has to happen in order to shake up our consciousness. Um, what do we want? Right. Who is going to survive and who is not going to survive? Right. And um, so it's a very interesting spiritual time as well as a, you know, just trying to survive on a day to day basis, making pragmatic decisions about do I fly, do I not fly? Right. There is something very much more important and profound going on. Uh, that is going to determine so many things about our future. I'm, I'm fascinated by the process. There's, um, I'll send you some information about it if you like, and I'd also like to send you a copy of my book, Messages from the Masters. I wrote it. Please do, and no, I'd be fascinated to do that. Okay, I'll get it off in the mail on, on Monday. Um, but they talk about our beautiful, bright future. Uh, when they when they first contacted me, Albert Einstein was the first ent- uh, being to come through, and then he introduced me to all of his friends. Um, but um, they had messages saying that uh, we have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us. At the time they first contacted me, Andy, in the spring of 15, uh, of course there was talk about a nuclear war with North Korea, but um, guess who intervened? Uh, they told me that there would be no nuclear war, and guess who intervened in that conflict and brought things 
down so there wouldn't be a nuclear war. That was President John F. Kennedy. He's still our president on the other side, working tirelessly for peace. Um, he was help, He was behind the scenes in getting President Trump and the leaders of the Middle East to come to this new Middle, uh, Middle East peace agreement that you don't read about in the mainstream press. I don't know. Uh, beyond uh, beyond uh, sports and weather and traffic, they don't publish much else in the United States anymore about anything on the mainstream media. Um, but at any rate, um, he said that he was behind that, and President uh, Kennedy now is, says he's working behind the scenes. Um, the next big issue will be um, disclosure of the, of the pedophilia and the tra- uh, child trafficking rings uh, going, that's been going on for quite some time in, around the world. And that'll be the next shoe that'll drop, um, I, I'm told. But please know, everyone, that we have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us. I can't tell you how many times I've turned on the media and listened only for 30 seconds before I, I have to turn it off. I turned on Coast to Coast. It's a, um, a, a national um, uh, radio show here last night or night before last. And the first 30 seconds, they talk about hundreds of thousands of people dying from COVID. And I said, yes, I don't need this I propaganda. I don't know that. anybody who's, I'm, I'm not saying that COVID doesn't I, I exist. I'm saying that personally, I don't know anybody who's had it or or has died from it. And um, there's been and I don't a lot of why the whole uh, newscasters that were on coast to coast that, that had left. less of a death rate than the common flu two years ago. But anyway, I turn off media like that that keeps emphasizing the negative because, because they our minds are powerful. And if and we want to create a beautiful, bright future, we have to think positive. Platform. That's one of the most and one of important messages Richard that the Sarah. spirit from the other side. Um, I think that's absolutely right. I do not have a television. I don't watch it. I don't watch the mainstream news. I don't read newspapers. And part of the reason is because it drags you into this mire of despondency. And that has to be avoided at all costs. If you're going to be upbeat and positive and there is a reason to get out of bed and take, you know, greet the day, then you cannot allow yourself to be dragged into this this sort of fear scenario, which they want to create, which is sells newspapers, sells news pushes someone else's agenda no right right exactly exactly i do time travel and um about a month ago i had a client in australia and i said um let's have some fun she was wanting to know how to time travel so i taught her how to do it and we went out six months to march of 2021 and in 2021 what was fascinating is that um we were um we looked at the computer screen and all this was like uh, so many government so-called leaders have been arrested. We turned the corner. Things have gotten much better. Uh, there's been a lot of disclosure, and we were on the path toward ascension. We already are, but things have gotten much better. So I know we're going to get through this. That's the message I got from that time travel. I've also time traveled other dates in the future, too. Um, but it's fascinating to, to look at. Uh, by the way, your, your film's going to do very well. I'm very glad to hear. Thank you so much. Very, very well. And um, and the reason my 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 radio shows have been um, really the, the listener base has just exploded all over the world is because people, Andy, are tired. Of, they want the truth, mm-hmm. and they're tired of being li- lied to. I mean, why would I why would I want to flip on the radio and listen to uh, another program that does nothing but talk about hundreds of thousands of deaths of COVID virus? Mm-hmm. That's not my purpose. Is to get down. You know, if, if I want to get depressed, I'll listen to an old speech by Hillary Clinton or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? but, I'm feeling too happy today. I need to you listen there. to Hillary. Yes, I can say. <laughs> but, um, you know, Hillary has her own. I'm not so sure whether she's even alive right now. I think they've got a clone yeah, working for her. She's not but, alive. Uh, 
anyway. Um, but um, we've got about five or, or ten minutes left, Andy, and I want to tell you that so, so you can touch upon it. I should have asked you at the beginning of the show, what would you like to talk about? But well, I think the, the, the film, when you screenwriting and filmmaking yeah. is about subtext, the story is in the subtext. It's sure. between the lines. It's what's sure. not said. It's what your actors convey. And right. I wanted to reassure people about one, one thing and leave on a very positive note is that what this film, 1986 The Act, is about, and you can get it, go to 1986theact.com and you can stream it and you can download it and you can buy the DVD and, okay. and you can see a chapter's version to, to, that breaks it down into shorter pieces. And 1986theact.com, but what it's essentially about is the extraordinary power of maternal intuition. It is, there's tons of fact in there, but the subtext is maternal intuition, this ancient wisdom that is a survival imperative that has evolved over hundreds of thousands of years to keep us safe. A mother knows when her baby's well or ill, what's right for them, what's wrong for them. She knows there is a voice inside that, to, uh, that has told her, and it is there for a very good reason. It is Jordan Peterson. perhaps God's greatest gift to mankind. And it is far more powerful than the man in the white coat, than vaccines or antibiotics or anything that we have ever done really in medicine. Day. And it's the reason we're here on this planet today. So what we need to do as a species, individually and collectively, is for mothers to understand that, to take back that ancient wisdom, to defer to that inner authority, not to that little man, Tony Fauci, standing behind the podium in the White House telling us what we should and shouldn't do, pretending he knows our children better than we know them. And if that happens, and when that happens, when we take back that power, it will have an extraordinary effect. And I witnessed this in so many encounters, personally and in exchanges, clinical exchanges with mothers and children. And please understand it because it is real. And husbands, you don't have it to anything like the same degree because you were not biologically one with that child as they grew inside you. But you have it. But the most, the most important thing you can do is honor it and understand that your, the mother of your children does have it. Sure. And when you do that, you have a very, very powerful alliance. So that is my takeaway message to people. When going into this film and watching it, that is what the subtext of this film is. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I think people have two minds, Andy. They have the third dimensional logical mind between the two ears. And then they also have the heart mind. Now, generally speaking, women have a better developed intuition than men do. But there's intuitive men, too, like myself. I always follow my intuition about what's going on. But if people follow their heart mind more than their logical mind, they make better decisions generally because you're tying into that God force. And God's never wrong. Um, And also, everyone also has lots of angels around them. And you have Archangel Michael around you, Andy. So anytime you need help, just uh, ask him for help and he'll protect you. He's a very powerful, um, benevolent angel. Um, but they're all very proud of your work, Andy, and you're going to become even more successful in the coming, in the coming year and coming many years. You'll be, you're, you'll be recognized as a truth seeker. And there is a chance, let me double check my uh, pendulum here, that um, 
you'll be getting the Nobel Peace Prize within five years, for three to five years for your work, as the as the world changes. Well, bless you, Ted. It's a pleasure talking to you, and um, it's been a wonderful insight. So, thank you. My my pleasure. My pleasure, Andy. Could you give out your website and a way to contact you if people have more questions? Certainly. Nineteen eighty six one nine eight six the act dot com. And uh, there you can go to info at and communicate directly with us. Um, but there you can get the movie in all its forms. And uh, we're on the road with the movie now, playing in churches and yoga studios and, and tents and occasionally even movie theaters. Fancy that. Oh, wonderful. That's wonderful. If people wanted to donate and give you some financial support, can they do that? Or do you accept that would be wonderful. Our marketing budget is essential and we have zero at the moment. So if you there is a donation button at 1986theact.com, you can donate. And you can donate through a 501c3 so it has that tax uh, benefit as well. Excellent. That's, uh, that's great. That's wonderful. That's wonderful, Andy. Well, again, um, thank you so much for your work. Um, I really admire you for stepping out. I mean, you could have you could have stayed a traditional doctor for all these years, led a comfortable life, um, but you instead chose truth. Um, like my like my next guest, Alfred uh, Laberbot Weber, who's uh, will be coming on in just a minute. Um, but Alfred's a wonderful fellow, and he's like you in the sense that he stood up for truth all these years, That's and nice. I am I'm so happy he's coming on. And, and Andy, I'd love to have you on again anytime on my show. And I want to thank you so much, both you and Dr. Judy Mikovits, and of course, Robert F. Kennedy uh, Jr. and Del Bigtree. They've all been on my shows, and I admire them so much for all the wonderful work that you all do. And uh, let me know how I can support you in the future. And I'd love to have you back on any time as well. I'd love to come back on, Ted. Thanks so much. Okay. All right, Eddie. Have a great time. Thank have you. a great, great time in the state of famous potatoes. Wonderful. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Okay, so...